the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. South Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the show today. Our show is all about uh, a building up wealth, understanding the world today, and, and navigating through retirement. Uh, we've we got a lot to talk about on the show, as always, uh, as, as, as the world just continues to rapidly change. And uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Yeah, and so we always start the show talking about that. This is how you build up wealth: is you conservatively spend money, and then you uh, you you you, uh, and you conservatively invest the money, and but uh, and you save aggressively. Actually, save aggressively. Uh, put away as much money as you can, and then you conservatively invest money. A lot of people try to do it the other way around: is is they basically conservatively spend money which they don't spend they don't save money they don't save much money and then they aggressively spend money that that that's going to get you into trouble the the average uh interest rate on credit cards is about 24 percent uh for many of the people out there which is a shocking number and uh and it, it which is just i mean i still can't even believe that because i remember when i first got out of school interest rates were yeah, they they were around. The, the Fed funds rate was around ten percent or so, and uh, and so looking at it, the uh, the 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 credit card rates were you know they were about sixteen percent. And, and what's really remarkable to me is is just how much credit card rates have have actually gone up uh, over the last you know number of years. Uh, as as this is as, as we've kind of gone through this, I mean, it's really been quite remarkable in a way uh, of what what we've had to deal with is 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 because rates were much higher back then, but the but the credit card rates weren't as high, and and so the, these credit card rates have become a big issue. And if you look at uh, at the uh, Fed funds rate, which is just a short term money money fund rate, uh, the They've gone from effectively zero, uh, and many of these credit cards price off of the short-term rates. They've gone from effectively zero up to, uh, let me pull this thing up here, up to about 5.35%. And so 
that that's a big increase in the rate. So if if you're borrowing a lot of money, uh, you're you're uh, you know you're going to get in trouble. Uh, you know the Fed funds rate back in eighty eighty you know the, the early eighties was ten percent. It went down to like seven or six, and then it was back up around eight. And during that time frame, as I said, you know the credit card rates were about sixteen seventeen percent. So they've uh, they've increasingly got gotten much higher. Uh, the, 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 you know, people talk about the cost of an automobile. Inflation is making things very difficult for people to survive. But 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 what, what what's happening out there is is that it's not just the cost of the automobile, but the cost of the interest rates went up. It, it, you know, the Fed funds were in 2021 December, actually right to the first almost start of 22. Less than two years ago, were zero. Now they're five percent. So, so the cost of money is going up, and so, so by conservatively spending, you can avoid some of these interest rates in the economy. And 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 it it it, 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 it it's really interesting how this all works out. Uh, you know, we we believe that these interest rates are starting to dig in and really hurt consumers. Consumers are being hit by two two dramatically. Uh, Difficult things for them to deal with inflation. Infl- inflation is the number one thing that brings down governments uh, throughout history. I mean, without a doubt. Uh, and, and the second thing is the rising interest rates on their debt. So, so not only does, does the, what they're what they're they're spending the money on is going up, but they, they, the cost of their goods, their groceries, their automobile, their their, their uh, home, their rent, everything is going up on them. But when they borrowed money to spend in the past. The cost of that money is going up, and so this is all adding to a very unstable situation out there. And this shows you the importance of, of, of again, not overspending, not borrowing huge amounts of money, managing your credit cards, paying them off. The American Express card, you know, the you, I still have my green card. I, I use it some time the other. I, you know, I have a couple other cards, but I like my green card because I've had it forever. It, uh, but she goes, oh, a green card. I mean, I'm like, she goes, I haven't seen these in a while. I'm like, uh, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it. And but uh, you know, it, it's a low cost card. It pays off at the end of every month, and and I don't have to worry about things. And, and so, 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 so try to adapt your lifestyle to this. More and more, you want to protect yourself to what's happening. You want to protect yourself from inflation, and you want to you want to protect yourself for higher interest rates. Uh, you know, I, I don't think people really understand, you know, the, the, the world we live in. The government spending is out of control. We, you know, we had a 5%. You know, we had a pretty good economy last quarter. It was about 5%. I'm not sure I buy that. I think that number is somewhat, you know, moved around a little bit. But but it's about 5%, uh, which is a pretty good people. Oh, that that. That's not that's not a bad economy. The, you know, the government's poured a lot of money into the system. Well, because the interesting thing is, our spending during that quarter, at some part, uh, months in that quarter, hit eight percent of of uh, deficit spending, eight percent of GDP, which is a very high number. I mean, there, there's times in our history where we've run no deficits. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's it's three percent, three and a half, eight percent. It's very aggressive. We're probably spending four percent of GDP just borrowing money from the future. And so, as we talked about in the show a couple of months back, we managed to borrow six hundred billion dollars in thirty days, which was which to put that in perspective, it took us two hundred years of the republic from seventeen seventy six. 
to, to 1976 to borrow $500 trillion. I, excuse me, I, I made a mistake there. there. It was actually, yeah, that's right, to, to borrow $500 billion at the time. Yeah, and, and so what we're is 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 out of control spending, and so the narrative on Wall Street is that the Fed is going to start cutting rates, and interest rates are going to go back down to to where they were. You know, Fed funds are going to go back to zero, and the and and the Treasury rates, you know, they're they're going to drop as well. So we're probably looking uh, somewhere in there of Treasuries dropping back down. Let me just pull up a chart. Uh, uh, just. The Treasury uh, rates dropping back down to, you know, it, they were a low of 0.05 percent uh, back in b- back during the height of the pandemic. But you know, let's try to normalize it. Say one and a quarter percent ten-year Treasuries. So it's you know, it, it's a Wall Street's all excited. Hey, we're going back down to this zero. That's not going to happen. Okay, we have inflation. We we have wage inflation continues to go up. Now, to be fair, the Biden administration is is doing something about that. They're going to flood the country with millions and millions of illegal aliens to drive down wages for the American people, so that you know they they they, they could, could do that. But but I digress. But but really, wages are going up. Uh, the the inflation is still there. Uh, the, the record amount of borrowing, massive amounts of borrowing, are, 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 are we're, we're, this, for 2023 we borrowed about two trillion dollars. The actual number was, the, the, you know, the, the, the printed number was as one point seven trillion dollars. But the year before they they, they took a, a, a three hundred billion dollar charge for student loans, but the Supreme Court said no, you can't do that. So they basically gave them back three hundred billion dollars. So it was two trillion dollars. Where is this money going to come from? Okay, it, 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 if you look at the world today, if you know, and let's say you're a uh, you know, if a Japanese person or a Chinese person or you know, uh, in an Arab country, you're like, hmm, where do I put my money? And, and you look at the United States, and, and there it is on TV: another gang running out of the Home Depot, stealing whatever they want. No, and basically, people just standing aside, letting them go by. You know, it's like it's okay. Hey, please put that back. So, so you can steal whatever you want out of a store in the United States. They look at pictures on the border, and there's like train loads of, of illegal immigrants coming across the border. Uh, the looking at the, uh, you know, they're, they're pouring into the country. You know, a hundred thousand, hundred thousand fentanyl deaths in the United States of America because because our borders are wide open and fentanyl's pouring across. The only time a country has ever seen this type of damage done to its populace is the Chinese with the with the with the uh, opium that was coming in. Actually the British were moving opium in and making money off it with the Chinese against the Chinese people. It's the only other time that so so open borders, crime out of control, running up gigantic trillion dollar deficits, you know, as far as the eye can see, you know, so do you, so are you going to go, Hey, let's lend money to the United States of America. They're, they're prudent with their money and they'll surely pay us back. Well, I mean, if, if you don't have borders, if you don't enforce the law, if you have one set of laws for Republicans, one set of laws for Democrats, so you have two sets of laws, if, if you have people dying, you know, mass deaths from drug overdoses everywhere, crime out of control, why would you expect that that the country you're lending money to is gonna is gonna is gonna pay you back? I mean, this is this is like lending money to Hunter Biden. You know, it was two million dollars on hookers and drugs, uh, literally, not like figuratively, literally. And, and it's like, 
How, who, who thinks they're going to get their money paid back? And, and, and so the reason I say this, so the idea that these interest rates are going back down to 1.2%, 5% is, is, is ridiculous because our, our, our deficits are, are exploding out of control and the people that are going to lend to us are uh, our, our, our question: our, 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 The Chinese are not lending to us right now. Uh, the the the, uh, the Arab countries aren't lending as much to us. The Japanese are cutting back. You know, the Chinese what they're doing is they're getting their treasuries. They have trillions of dollars with the treasuries. The treasury comes due. They they present it to the central bank. They get you know fifty billion dollars back for their fifty million dollars worth of treasuries they bought for us, and then they trot over to some Chinese some. Some emerging market, South American or African country says, hey, we'll help you refinance your American debt. We'll give you $50 million to, to pay back your $50 million debt to the Americans, and you owe us money in Chinese yuan. They go, well, how do we – we don't have Chinese yuan. So go, well, what we'll do is, is we'll, we'll sit there and, and trade back and forth, and you'll make it that way by selling – cobalt or oil oil or gas or or other minerals to us and then and then you can pay us back in chinese yuan and so all of this stuff is slowly destabilizing the united states of america and the fact that we're we're having a group of people that are that are completely reckless and and and, and, uh, and, and are trying to remake the, the United States as, as basically a vassal state of this new world order run by Klaus Schwab and the Global Economic Forum it, 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 it's just is it, it, an issue here. These people are seek our destruction, and so so you get so the, so the question comes back to is what do I do with my retirement? What you know in that type of situation. And I think a couple things you've got to sit there and look at and go, look, these interest rates aren't going back down to zero. They're going to be higher than normal, which means asset prices, which over the last decade have been have been valued at much at a much different world, are now coming back into into something that. That it that is that it's going to be more normalized, which means lower PE rates and higher returns. So, so in that world, uh, you, you want to be more cautious. The volatility is volatility going away. Uh, you know, really, I mean, it basically we've got two wars being fought. The United States armaments industry is going full blast, trying to rebuild the weapons we've given to the Ukrainians for the for the failed war that that uh, Victoria Newland at the State Department started and we're trying to support our friend Israel in, in their time. These are difficult and challenging times. I'm going to tell you what to do about it. Great, great. You're on the Max Up Safety Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. 
the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement uh, you can always give us a call, 713-339-1070, 713-339-1070. The, the, so so we're, t- we're talking about the, the world today. Uh, it, it, it's a more volatile world. So, you know, the, the, the talk is, is we're, you know, the start of a new bull market uh, and everything's going to be great. And it, it's just uh, it, it's up in a way again because interest rates, the Fed's going to cut interest rates in probably March. I, I, and I think I think what people are, are, are missing is is when the Fed cuts rates, it, and it could be sooner than that, by the way, it's going to be an issue with the economy, an issue somewhere that's going to be a problem. They're not, you know, unless something really crops up out there, they're not in any. They're 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 really not going to sit there and make the changes. If you look through a hundred years of Fed history, typically when the Fed cut cut uh, once rates peak, it's basically a hundred percent chance we're going into recession within twelve months, and the reason for that is is, is they they see, they see some type of issue. If you sit down and look at the uh, at, at the Fed funds, it, it, it's not terribly high, based on 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 on, on a lot of standards. I mean, if, if you look at going going back, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy years, you know, the Fed funds. Typically averaged, you know, around four and a half, five percent, and 
you know, the, even after the 80s, the low was 3% for a little bit and then went back up to 560. And, and so really, it's just really been after the great financial crisis in, 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 in 2020. And if you look at 2020, the Fed basically just completely panicked, cut rates much, much lower than they did. I mean, I, it's, it's remarkable. The, the, the Federal Reserve is supposed to have hundreds of Ph.D. economists on staff, and yet nobody figured out when you've got the highest spending as a percentage of government spending as a percentage of GDP using massive deficits, that it, all they had to do was look through history and see every time that during World War II and stuff, the economy – no economy is going to collapse when the when the, when the, when, the, when the government is 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 spending, you know, enormous percentages of GDP, uh, of throwing and get sending checks out to everybody. I mean, I, I, so so the question is, is this a new? Uh, so a couple of things are we looking at? Are, are rates going to go down some? Yeah, probably so. Are they going back down to one and a quarter on the ten year? No, not likely. I mean, it's 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 it, 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 it's going to be. They they've dropped off some. It, you know, the ten year. If you look at it right now, is it, it has dropped quite a bit. But uh, but you know, it's right now it's at four point four two. But but we we just not see. It could go down in, in three. But that's going to be it. it. It's not going much lower. And we're getting with with higher inflation levels, which means you're not getting the returns there. And, and, and so the question is. What happens next year? And, and, and a few things. The spending is going to start slowing down at the government level. Uh, uh, people are starting to – they're still struggling with inflation. Their credit cards – their interest rates in the credit cards debt has gone up. We're starting to see credit card delinquencies. The real estate market is in, is in very tough shape with property not moving at all in many parts of the commercial real estate market. So that's going to start slowing down. At the same time, we have this election coming up. And look, you know, we, most of the work we do, I come up with myself. But I'm always looking to see, seeing, talking to people that, that, I, that I think are very smart. Am I missing something? You know, what, 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 you know, what, what are they saying? Are we off somewhere? Uh, and one of the things that, that pops out with some of these People that I, I really respect and I think are, are incredibly brilliant people is the fear people have about the election next year. And, and, and this is a big deal because we talked earlier in the show, you know, talking about the Japanese, the Arabs, and, and, and the Chinese and people with money moving around the world. Uh, you know, we don't live in a vacuum. You know, people, you know, sometimes we're caught in our own, you know, in, in the eternal politics and things, but we don't realize everybody else in the world is watching this. And, and, there, and there is real fear that they look at the last election, which, which was, you know, which nobody really re- trust the results. And there was never really an investigation to see, hey, what, you know, what went wrong? Was it a fair election? Or, or at a minimum, we assume it was a fair election, but what can we do to improve it? Since, you know, at least 30%, 35% of the people really feel like the election was, I, I think it's a solid 30% feel like it was stolen. Uh, I, I think there's probably 40%, if you look at some of the polls, that really are, are, aren't sure what happened in that election. So, so, so any normal government would go, whoa, this is not going to happen again. We've done this, this, and this to, to, to improve the situation. But the, 
But but the response of the Biden administration and the Democrats has been, look, whoa, that election was the immaculate election. Nothing happened that was bad. You can't say anything that bad has happened. He said, well, there was real questions about that. Whoa, 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 you're un-American. Are you trying to incite, you know, revolution against the government? Are you trying to bring, are you trying to engage in a coup? No, no, I just, I, I don't think the, ele- the elector's real serious question, but whoa, wow, what's your name? You know, so the problem is these problems with the election have not been fixed. And, and, and if we go into another situation where we try to steal the election, uh, there's going to be a problem. Both sides, it might be the Republicans, it might be the Democrats. I mean, anyone that's seen the way the Democrats have acted, if they think that the Democrats are going to show up on Capitol Hill, storm the place and walk around and take selfies and walk out, they're kidding themselves. Think what, think what would happen to that Capitol building if it had been Democrats. And so, so, so we're dealing with that. So the other solution to the Democrats is, well, look, we need to sit there and take down Donald Trump. We, here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit there and stretch the law in any way we can. We want to indict him all over the place so that everybody realizes that Donald Trump is a crook. He's not, you know, we, we got Joe Biden. Our guys are, you know, clean as the, as, as the you know, wind-driven snow. And, and, but, but so, you know, so we're going to indict Donald Trump in New York. By the way, uh, the indictment that the attorney general of New York put against Donald Trump can basically bankrupt every single developer in New York. I mean, the, the fact that these people don't realize this, this makes them all beholden to the government. They, they can't say anything if you're a developer in New York. I don't understand why anyone with any wealth would be in New York City at all. I mean, you're, you're a fool if, you, if, you're, if you've got your assets in that place. I was listening to Jim Cramer talk the other day. It, he, he was actually talking about the smaller cities, how they're doing well, uh, Nashville, places like that. He goes, New York City isn't it. You know, go west, young man. I mean, that, 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 but so what we're dealing with is a situation with the election coming up. It, and, and so the strategy is we're going to try to indict the president. He took, uh, the most remarkable one is he took classified documents, and then they have to go round up all the other classified documents that all the presidents and vice presidents have at their house and office. So it, it was just, and then you got Joe Biden, there, you know, he's got boxes of classified documents piled up next to his Corvette. I mean, it, the whole thing was an utter joke, but, but they're still indicting him on that. But the problem is people are not, the American people are, 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 are some of the smartest, innovative, most hardworking people in the world. And they're actually remarkably fair. If you look through politics for every, if, if you look over time, uh, they've always managed to put up the president in that, that needed to be put in place. You know, we had a problem with, you know, with really race in this country. They, they put a, a freshman congressman that, that you've looked through 200 years of history that would let near at, uh, with no experience based on experience alone would never let him near the White House. They put him in place because they wanted to make a statement that we, this is what we want. You know, a lot of people didn't agree with his politics at all, but they did it because they thought it was the right thing. They, the American people always do do the right thing, and, and they see what's happening here. So, so the problem with this election coming up is is what happens in this election, and, and the answer is nobody knows. I've heard riots. I've heard breakup of the United States of America. I've heard. Well, the election might not even happen. There's going to be a crisis, and Biden won't hold the election. Uh, and, and by the way, this is not, you know, 
some crackpot conspiracy theorist people I'm talking. These are very sophisticated, very wealthy, very smart people that I've followed that, that have a track record of knowing what they're talking about. It, 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 this, this, and so the, the problem you run into is we've got a big deficit next year we need to, we need to, uh, to, to, to fund. Uh, we're not sure what's going to happen. By the way, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is all going to happen. What I'm trying to, I want to communicate to y'all, this is what people are thinking out there. And, 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 and they want to kind of paint this as, you know, this is some, you know, so, some rabble rouser on the Internet in his pajamas in his mother's basement somewhere. No, these are very sophisticated people saying this. And so so other people look at, so do we lend money to the U.S. government? Well, the U.S. government's going to have another massive budget deficit next year. Uh, the Chinese aren't buying. The Japanese aren't buying. The Arabs aren't buying. Did, did you see? Vladimir Putin comes trotting down the 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 the, uh, the you know the, the stairs on his big jet, his presidential jet. You know, uh, the only thing they didn't do with with some of the heads of the Arab countries didn't have a secret handshake with a you know high five splap. You know, move your arms back and forth. I mean, you know, compared to Joe Biden goes over there and kind of fist bumps. You know, to show people that he doesn't really like yeah you know, yeah you know, the, the, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. I mean, it then it just it's just ridiculous. And so these people, are, so who is going to lend money to the United States to fund these deficits? So the answer is our interest rates are going to stay higher than people think. So you go, well, Ted, look, the economy, once it slows down, we go into recession, interest rates are going to plunge. Yeah, but here's the problem. Everybody on planet Earth knows the minute the United States economy goes down at all, the stock market fall, that the Federal Reserve comes in and floods the system with money, cuts rates down to zero. Well, They've played that game since 2020, uh, from 2000 with, with the tech bubble. They did the same thing there, and the economy really didn't slow down. And everybody's wise to it now. Last time they did it during, during the, the, the COVID, it resulted in a 9% inflation. So these, in, these interest rates are going to be much harder to get down. Inflation is going to be much stickier going forward. And, yeah, could we de deflation? Yeah, but, you know, Germany had deflation, but that was after a hyperinflation. And, and so – so what we're seeing is it's going to be a, a volatile year next year. I, 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 look, I don't know if you all remember these elections, but last time, every single election, it's like Joe Biden's ahead, uh, uh, Joe Biden's ahead, Donald Trump's ahead. Uh, it was going to be Jeb Bush. It was going to be, you know, it, it's one person after another is, is, is going to sit there and win the election. It goes back and forth. Uh, we on this Max Out Saving Show, we were one of the first people out there. I think I was the first person in Houston that said Trump was going to win the election. Flat out said Donald Trump's going to win. It, and and we, we, we said, you know, that during the primaries, we said Donald Trump's got a real good shot to win. And, and people are underestimating Donald Trump. Uh, so but but it's always back and forth, back and forth. And so there's going to be a lot of volatility. And so what we talked about a little early in the segment here is so people are going to, well, what's going to happen is the election. They're going to get nervous. They're already nervous now. And so is the is the elect, are people going to accept the election results? You know, if people have to accept the generalize in places like, you know, African countries, uh, Iraq, during, you know, when the Americans were there, they had the most rudimentary systems, and they had materially better. You know, I think it was in Kenya or somewhere they came up with a system. You know, they they don't even have identification, so they had to come up with the system. I think they dyed their their 
their finger or something. So, so, so if you if you voted, you died. Your fingers could wouldn't come off. Everybody votes the same day, so you can see. You're not sure who everybody is, but you can see. Well, you died your fingers, so you know you you, you voted. I mean, in the United States of America, it's well, you know, I don't have an ID, but here's who I am, and okay, yeah, just send in your ballot. And, and so. The question is, are people going to accept? So this is going to lead to nervousness. It's going to put pressure on the United States dollar. It's going to it's going to put pressure on higher in, on interest rates. So in this world, what what do you do? Uh, I, I, a couple a couple thoughts here. Uh, I, I, in a world where the United States government is recklessly borrowing money and the Federal Reserve is printing money, you want to own things. You you want to own. An asset that well, look, I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I know it's going to be there. Uh, it, it, and so you look at companies like, as an example, an oil company. Uh, the oil company, the oil field is there. If inflation goes up, you know, the, the, the oil just becomes worth more money in the ground. And if you look at precious metals, they can't print gold, they can't print silver. Uh, the that 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 is another area that that, that that's that's going to look very good. Uh, if, if you look at at, at, at uh, you got to be very precise. And we're looking at the medical stuff. We're looking at medical devices because the thinking being is devices tend not to be super tend to be super expensive. Even if they're expensive, they're like one time item. These drugs. Look, if the government gets in trouble, if the gov- government reduces spending. That, that they're going to have to cut back spending there in the medical in general. Food, people always continue to buy food. Some of the food stocks have come down because everyone's going to be taking these weight loss drugs and no one's ever going to eat again. So that's another opportunity, but they're always going to eat, and you can sort of raise prices to some extent over time. So you want to be in those type of things. Let's look at tech. Look, tech is extraordinarily expensive. The tech stocks are expensive across the board. If you look at the seven tech stocks, we did a number, they're at a $12 trillion valuation. We've got a $24 trillion economy. Uh, There's the top 10 stocks uh, account for 30% of the S&P 5, over 30%, 30, 31% of the S&P 500. That's the highest level in the history. Anyone that will tell you in a bubble the bubble always gets narrower and narrower and narrower at the top, at the very top. And that, but these stocks are expensive. Now, what could happen to tech? A couple things. Uh, I, I think you could see if in, in, in economic slowdown, tech spending slows down. But the other thing that we've got artificial intelligence, which is going to be fantastic. Well, there's some interesting things with artificial intelligence. Everybody's thinking that, hey, Google, Apple, all these guys are going to have artificial intelligence. and Microsoft is going to charge us more for it. Okay. There's a guy named Elon Musk out there. Elon, oh, tell you what, this is an interesting story. Uh, we're, we're up here right up against the break. Uh, we'll be right back right here on the Max Up Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. 
Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Uh, we're just talking about the, uh, the, some of the things in the markets today with your retirement. We, we think that the, 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 these, the seven uh, tech stocks, the magnificent seven, your Apple, Google, Amazon, uh, Meta, uh, Microsoft, Tesla, NVIDIA, I think I hit them all. Uh, they, the valuations are very high. They're all, there's a lot of excitement about AI out there. And, and, and look, this is, the valuations is, is helping out because the, 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 the capital gains, a percentage of GDP of, 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 of government income, this is, this is a big help to the budget deficit. So if they can push up these stocks and people sell them and they, they have capital gains, it helps pay down the debt that they're so desperately trying to stop. 
uh, be, because the, the problem is, is uh, well, we'll talk about that here. Uh, one of the big things for, for in a minute is, is, is this, is there's going to be a huge push to rein in government spending and this out of control debt next year. But anyway, so we're talking about AI. <clears throat> and so the, these stocks are way up. We think they're going to sell down uh, either in the next couple weeks or right, right at the first of the year. Uh, but we talked about AI. And so the story with AI is, is that everyone's going to, you know, AI companies are all using AI. They're going to be selling AI to everyone. All the companies are going to be using AI to scrub their operations. Okay, thanks. Just just a second, we'll get to it. So oh, they're, they're scrubbing all their, you know, their, their businesses to reduce cost. They'll be data mining on you to sit there and figure the best way to service you and to get the most most money out of you're going to spend to figure out ways to get money out of you to spend money and stuff. Okay, well, there's another company out there, and like Microsoft. Microsoft's got their AI, uh, their AI program, and uh, we actually, it's like uh, chat GPP. It's like $25 a month, and but but their AI is like 18 or 24 months late. So so they're like they're like yeah I'll give you the information but it's like 2 years ago and so you have to pay more or or that's only for special people they get they get the, the information that that's more valuable. Well, here comes here comes uh Elon Musk with his Grok program which is a real-time AI. And if you sign up for for uh Twitter Twitter Plus, you get the AI, I think, for free or something, whatever. You know, we're process of signing up for that. But something else Elon Musk keeps pointing out, if, you, if, you, if you're on, a tw- on a Twitter X with, with, with Elon Musk, he, he don't, if you follow Elon Musk, he's got some great stuff to say. But it's like, hey, this is a, this is a Tesla phone or an X phone. What do you think of the design and stuff? And you're like, it, it, so it's pretty clear that he's about to come up with a phone. But think about this. So on your Apple phone, you have all these apps. You have to, anytime, you know, I mean, I, I've got these apps flying all over the place. You know, it's 100 million apps from everything from, you know, United Airlines to Tibetan Airlines or, you know, Belarusian Airlines app on my phone. And uh, it's an exaggeration, but, uh, you know, it's like everyone's got to have a, an app on my phone. And, and I'm like, I don't like these people all being on my phone. I don't like them trying to get all my data. And, and we, we said on this show for years that privacy, your data is a valuable thing. And we said when, when AI comes out, it's going to be a disaster for the American people because people are going to use their data against them using the AI to extract money, extract other things for them to find the proper time to talk to them and everything. And so you don't want that. But <clears throat> think about this. What if Elon Musk comes out with the phone with an AI person? And what if in the future the AI handles all this stuff? So when United Airlines goes, hey, get my app and stuff, and you basically go talk to the hand, which is my AI person, and my AI person is controlling everything that that United is getting. And and Elon Musk is coming out. I think he's – I don't think people really understand what he's up to yet. And, And so one of the more fascinating things with the AI is it might not be the boom the way people think it might be a boon to people because if you could buy, have a people-friendly AI that, that would work for people, it, 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 it changes the game. Now, the problem is none of these other companies want to do that because they're all making money. But if, I could, if my AI can control all my data, Apple's in trouble, Google's in trouble, Microsoft's in trouble, Facebook's, all these other people are in trouble because they're all making money off of my data. 
And so I think this is going to be coming out. I think it's going to be a fascinating thing. Let's take a quick call to 713-339-1070. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, yes, good morning, Ted. Morning. Hey, um, um, in the in the 80s and 90s, I was a young engineer, and um, I worked in the oil and gas industry. And the company that I worked for was matching at 6%. So um, I put the money in there, well, you know, every month. And and, <laughs> um, and overnight, almost, it seemed like I was a millionaire. So it's, uh, it's really easy to do. Uh, just, just leave the money alone. Don't even even think about it. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's very possible. Yes, yes. Very easy to do. Um, also, I was calling uh, to ask you your opinion. Where do you think the the yield on the the ninety day Treasury is uh, is going in the future? Look, I, I think it's going to go down. I, I think they're probably good. But keep in mind, let me just pull the ninety day up. Uh, it, it, right now, it's about five point four four percent. I mean, it, yeah. if okay, if you look at the at the one year. Uh, let me see. The six months about five point three nine. Uh, the the one year is about a five point one three one one. I think you're you're better there. Uh, if you get down to the two year, that's dropped off to that's dropped off to four point six. And, and if you uh, so, if you can go somewhere in there, even eighteen months is probably just maybe four ninety. That that's not bad places. And that way, if the Fed does start getting rates, it gets you some longer term than just the ninety days. You can kind of stack these out in ladders too, and just keep rolling yeah. them that way. Yeah, but I, um, I think I'll, it's a good. Yeah. Also, I I thought it was rather ironic that the Department of Justice. Uh, is starting to to come down on on the Bidens. Uh, do you think they were, uh, I guess, pushed into that uh, because of all of all of the information that is out there now, and all of the uh, the the graph that that the Bidens have uh, will have been up to for the last forty years? Uh, I, yeah, I think they were to a point, and I think there's also a, a, a group of Democrats that look. We really don't want Biden in there. I think they really want Gavin yeah. Newsom or something like yeah. that in. in yeah, yeah, and that's an easy way to push him out, um, saying that he's well corrupt and uh, impeach him and yeah, and run him out of office. Because yeah, that's that's their only hope is uh, is Newsom, and I think he just uh, is waiting on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk had an interesting comment about uh, about uh, Hunter Biden. Yeah, he, he he's got so much. He he filmed so much video of his crimes that he should get a, an award for cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Ted. Well, I I appreciate your help. Have a good weekend, man. Okay, thank you. Yeah, good point. I, I just want to go back to what our caller just said at the beginning of the show. They got the company matching. He put away the money in the plan. Uh, it had a six percent matching. Before he knew it, he was a millionaire. That that's a, that's a very powerful statement because you want to look. You want to go to what's the most easiest way, the most surefire way for me to be a millionaire, and that that's it. Putting away that money aggressively for retirement. So, so you, you want to keep, keep putting that. Uh, did you have another caller? Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, yeah, Ted. I would like to ask you an annuity question, if you if you could. Uh, and just to say, I'm not an annuity fan, though. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was offered a three year annuity annuity, 
and uh, it has you know it, it has like a five point three five interest rate over the over the three year from way I'm understanding, and it's only lasts for three years. But you know I can after the first year I can't take out ten percent as the as the third year too. I can do that. So I was just wondering, what are the neg- is there any negatives to this thing or? Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that, that's more of a fixed annuity. If it just goes for six years, it's it's not bad. You're kind of like it's almost like buying a bond, and you get you get your take your money out. The, the negative is, look, I went through the, the, the we we had clients that had executive life annuities. We well, I don't sell annuities, but we had to help them out with that. Executive life got into financial trouble, and 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 some of these, if if, if the insurance company gets in financial trouble, then your annuity is in trouble too. And so you can maybe put some. I mean, I wouldn't ever put all of my stuff in in any one entity that that has to pay me back per se. Uh, so that, that's the downside. Uh, the, the other thing is the fees are generally high on annuities. The fixed annuities are a little better deals, but mm-hmm. but that, but that's kind of the short answer on that. Well, it, are the, are these things insured any kind of way or no? Uh, it, in theory, in theory, there there's 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 an insurance group that insures them to some extent. It's not the pool's not very big, and in the event of a big financial crisis, it's not going to hold up. Yeah. Okay. But the, well, the executive life deal was a real problem for people. They really struggled. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I have to think about this, but it sounds like I probably ought to just stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to put a little money in, I, I, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong, but I just wouldn't put everything in it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Okay, well, I appreciate it, Ted. Okay, great. Good question. And by the way, this is something I think one of the themes we've been talking about this year, and I think it's going to be more important next year as well. I think it's going to be more and more important to spread your risk into different asset classes, different different investments, because the outlook. What we think this volatility is going to increase. Uh, you know, there, you're, you're not even seeing. There's there's issues in Japan now coming up. We're, we're dealing with the war in in Israel. You know, that still could spread. We don't have the the, the Ukraine war. It's looking like we might start getting somewhere with some peace talks there. But you never know what could happen. And so we still have China out there in in and, and these massive deficits in state. So more than ever, it's going to be important to to really spread your risk out. As we talked about, though, you know, I, I talked about the Chinese and gold. I, I think one of the stories for next year could be a real bull market in gold, and I think it's going to be fueled by the Chinese. The Chinese are massive savers. Uh, they're, they're they're very prudent people. They've lost money. Their homes are down, valued are down. They're lost. Their stock markets haven't done well at all. It, it, but but gold is going up, and, and there's a lot of buying of gold, particularly gold, silver too, in China now. This is the largest country in the world per population, and they have huge savings. I think you're going to see an acceleration into into gold and silver next year. Uh, gold hit two hundred seventy dollars uh, in China. I think it was at the beginning of of of. of of the week, actually, on Sunday night, and then all of a sudden, uh, the central banks came in and started dumping on it in Europe, and it dropped back down. But eventually, they're going to get overwhelmed at some point. Uh, There's real spending issues and debt issues in the United States, and and, and this election, all of this stuff is adding up to where, with inflation out there, out-of-control spending, four wars with Ukraine, Israel, a possible war with China, but at a minimum, we're trying to upgrade our military for China. And then the environmental uh, CO2 war that Biden's poured 
billions of dollars into, hundreds and hundreds of billions. Those are massive spending, and, and wartime never is, is always inflationary. So, so we think precious metals are going to be another good place to be. Uh, but it, it, like I said, stocks, shorter-term bonds, shorter-term bonds, treasuries, short-term treasuries, all these things, you know, there's different asset classes out there. But if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for our free newsletter. We're going to write about what we think is going to happen in 24, some of the surprises for 24. It's in the free Max Out Savings Report. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. You can also request an appointment with me. I'd like to help you out. Just go, go to the Request an Appointment tab, put your name in there, uh, or you can call us on the phone. Uh, the, the, the number's at the website, maxoutsavings.com. And we're here in Houston, Texas. If you need some help, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Until then, remember our motto and philosophy, which is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. As the caller said, see how he was a billionaire. Uh, that, that's the way you build up wealth over the long term. We'll see you next week, and thanks a lot to, for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.